Section 14 of Stories and Pictures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Violet Blue of Albertville. Between Two Mountains. Between the Rabbi of Brisk and the Rebbe of Biala. A Simkas Torah tale told by an old teacher. Part 2. I must tell you the truth, that no sooner had the brisk rabbi taken his seat in the cart than it grew still. The cloud broke up and the sun shone through the rift, and we drove into Biala quite dry and comfortable. Even the peasant remarked it, and said in his own language, A great rabbi! A powerful rabbi! But the main thing was our arrival in Biala. The women who were in the house crowded to the rabbi like locusts. They nearly fell on their faces before him and wept. The daughter in the inner room was not heard, either because of the women's weeping, or else because she had no strength left to complain. Reb Yehiel did not see us. He was standing with his forehead pressed against a window-pane, as though his head were burning hot. The brisk rabbi's son-in-law did not turn around to greet us, either. He stood with his face against the wall, and I could see plainly how his whole body shook, and how his head knocked against the wall. I thought I should have fallen. Anxiety and terror had taken such hold on me that I was cold in every limb. I felt that my soul was chilled. Well, did you know the brisk rabbi? That was a man, a pillar of iron, I tell you. A tall, tall man, from his shoulders and upward, he was higher than any of the people. He cast awe around him like a king. A long white beard, one point of it I remember now, had tucked itself under his girdle, the other point quivered over it. His eyebrows were white, thick and long, they seemed to cover part of his face. When he raised them, Lord of the world! The women fell back as though they were thunderstruck. He had such eyes! There were daggers in them, glittering daggers, and he gave a roar like a lion. Women, be gone! And then he asked in a lower and gentler voice, And where is my daughter? They showed him. He went in and remained standing, quite upset. Such eyes, such a voice! It is quite another sort, another world. The Biala Rebbe's eyes are so kind, so quiet, that they do one's heart good. He gives you a look, and it's like a shower of gold. And his voice, that sweet voice, soft as velvet, Lord of the world. It goes to your heart, and it soothes and comforts it. One isn't afraid of him, heaven forbid. The soul just melts for love of him. She desires to escape from the body and unite herself to his soul. She is drawn as a butterfly, le havdil, to a bright flame. And here, lord of the world, fear and trembling, a gown of the old days, and he has gone to a woman in childbed. He will turn her into a heap of bones, I think, in terror. I run to the Biali Rebbe, and he met me in the door with a smile. Have you seen, he said to me, the majesty of the law? The very majesty of the law? I felt relieved. If the Rebbe smiles, I thought, all will be well. And all was well. On Shemini Asteris, she was over it. And on Simkas Torah, the brisk rabbi presided at table. I would have liked to be at table somewhere else, but I did not dare go away, particularly as I had made up the tenth man needed to recite grace. Well, what am I to tell you? How the brisk rabbi expounded the Torah? If the Torah is a sea, he was Leviathan in the sea. 
with one twist of his tail he swam through ten treatises with another he mixed together the talmud and the codes so that it heaved and splashed and seethed and boiled just as they say the real sea does he made my head go round but the heart knoweth its own bitterness and my heart felt no holiday happiness and then i remembered the rebbe's dream and i felt petrified there was sun in the window and no want of wine at table i could see the whole company was perspiring and i i was cold cold as ice over yonder i knew the torah was being expounded differently there it is bright and warm every word is penetrated and interwoven with love and rapture one feels that angels are flying through the room one seems to hear the rustle of the great white wings ay lord of the world only there's no getting away suddenly he stops the brisk rabbi and asks what kind of rabbi have you got here a certain noach they reply will it cut me to the heart a certain noach oh the flattery the flattery of it is he a wonder-worker not very much of one one doesn't often hear about him the women talk of him but who listens to them then he just takes money and does nothing wonderful they tell him the truth that he takes little money and gives away a great deal the rabbi muses and he is a scholar they say a great one whence is he this noach nobody knows and i have to answer a conversation ensues between me and the brisk rabbi was he not once in brisk this noach he asks was not the rebbe once in brisk i, I stammered i i th i think yes ah says he a follower of his and it seems to me he looks at me as one looks at a spider then he turns to the company i once had a pupil he says noach he had a good head but he was attracted to the other side i spoke to him once twice i would have spoken to him a third time to warn him but he disappeared is it not he who knows and he began to describe him thin small a little black beard curly earlocks a dreamer a quiet voice and so on it may be said the company that it is he it sounds very like i thank god when they began to say grace but after grace something happened that i had never dreamt of the brisk rabbi rises from his seat calls me aside and says in a low voice take me to your rebbe and my pupil only do you hear no one must know of course i obeyed only on the way i asked in terror brisk rabbi tell me with what purpose are you going and he answered simply it occurred to me at grace that i had judged by hearsay i want to see i want to see for myself and perhaps he added after a while god will help me and i will save a pupil of mine no rascal he said to me playfully that if your rebbe is that noach who studied with me he may some day be a great man in israel a veritable brisk rabbi then i knew that it was he and my heart began to beat with violence and the two mountains met and it is a miracle from heaven that i was not crushed between them the biala rebbe of blessed memory used to send out his followers at, at simkas torah to walk round the town and he himself sat in the balcony and looked on and had pleasure in what he saw it was not the biala of to-day it was quite a small place then with little low-built houses except for the shul and the rebbe's klaus 
the rebbe's balcony was on the second floor and you could see everything from it as if it all lay in the flat of your hand the hills to the east and the river to the west and the rebbe sits and looks out sees some hasidim walking along in silence and throws down to them from the balcony the fragments of a tune they catch at it and proceed on their way singing and batches and batches of them go past and out of the town with songs and real gladness with real rejoicing of the law and the rebbe used not to leave the balcony but on this occasion the rebbe must have heard other steps for he rose and came to meet the rabbi of brisk peace be with you rabbi he said meekly in his sweet voice peace be with you noach the brisk rabbi answered sit rabbi the brisk rabbi took a seat and the biala rebbe stood before him tell me noach said the brisk rabbi with lifted eyebrows why did you run away from my academy what was wanting to you there breathing space rabbi answered the other composedly what do you mean what are you talking about noach not for myself explained the biala rebbe in a quiet tone it was for my soul why so noach your torah rabbi is all justice it is without mercy there is not a spark of grace in your torah and therefore it is joyless and cannot breathe freely it is all chains and fetters iron regulations copper laws and all higher torah for the learned for the select few the brisk rabbi is silent and the other continues and tell me rabbi what have you for all israel what have you rabbi for the woodcutter for the butcher for the artisan for the common jew especially for the simple jew rabbi what have you for the unlearned the brisk rabbi is silent as though he did not understand what was being said to him and still the biali rabbi stands before him and goes on in his sweet voice forgive me rabbi but i must tell the truth your torah was hard hard and dry for it is only the body and not the soul of the law the soul asks the brisk rabbi and rubs his high forehead certainly as i told you rabbi your torah is for the select for the learned not for all israel and the torah must be for all israel the divine presence must rest on all israel because the torah is the soul of all israel and your torah noach you wish to see it rabbi torah see it wonders the brisk rabbi come rabbi i will show it you i will show you its splendor the joy which beams forth from it upon all upon all israel the brisk rabbi does not move i beg of you rabbi come it is not far he led him out on to the balcony and i went quietly after you may come too shemaiah he said to me to-day you will see it also and the brisk rabbi will see you will see the simkas torah you will see real rejoicing of the law and i saw what i had always seen only i saw it differently as if a curtain had fallen from my eyes a great wide sky without a limit the sky was so blue so blue it was a delight to the eye little white clouds silvery clouds floated across it and when you looked at them intently you saw how they quivered for joy how they danced for rejoicing in the law away behind the town was encircled by a broad green girdle a dark green one only the green lived as though something alive were flying along through the grass every now and then it seemed as if a living being a sweet smell a little life darted up shining in a different place 
one could see plainly how the little flames sprang up and danced and embraced each other and over the fields with the flames there sauntered parties and parties of hasidim the satin and even the satinette cloaks shine like glass torn ones and the whole alike and the little flames that rose from the grass attached themselves to the shining holiday garments and seemed to dance round every hasid with delight and affection and every company of hasidim gazed up with wonderfully thirsty eyes at rebbe's balcony and i could see how that thirsty gaze of theirs sucked light from the balcony from the rebbe's face and the more light they sucked in the louder they sang louder and louder more cheerfully more devoutly and every company sang to its own tune but all the different tunes and voices blended in the air and there floated up to the rebbe's balcony one strain one melody as though all were singing one song and everything sang the sky the celestial bodies the earth beneath the soul of the world itself everything was singing lord of the world i thought i should dissolve away for sheer delight but it was not meant to be it is time for the afternoon prayers said the brisk rabbi suddenly in a sharp tone and it all vanished silence the curtain has fallen back across my eyes above is the usual sky below the usual fields the usual hasidim in torn cloaks old disconnected fragments of song the flames are extinguished i glance at the rebbe his face is darkened too they were not reconciled the brisk rabbi remained a misnagid as before but it had one result he never persecuted again end of section fourteen recording by violet blue of albertville